with me to the book of Romans. Uh, the book of Romans. The <clears> 10th <throat> chapter, verses 17. Chapter 10, verses 13. Our message today is entitled, Hearing, H-E-A-R-I-N-G. And I pray that all of us will do just that. The Bible says in uh, Romans 10, verse 17, So then faith comes by <clears throat> hearing. And hearing comes by way of the Word of God. And we know that faith is a substance it's an unseen substance. We also know that it can only come by the hearing. And the hearing can only come by the Word of God. The word hearing, when you look it up, it means audience. Now, as I look out, it would appear that there is what we call an audience here. But that could be a misconception. The word hearing means to have an audience. And the word audience represents the fact that we need to receive what's being said. We need to activate what's being said. We need to understand what's being said. See, that's what an audience is. See, in order for an audience to be here, we must be receiving this word and ready to act upon it. So faith cometh by hearing, which is to have an audience. An audience that's willing to hear the word of the Lord. Now, this faith that we have is a dynamic thing that carries over into every aspect of our life. Let's go to Mark 9, verses 7. I want to show you how important it is for us to hear the word of the Lord. Mark 9, verses 7, we'll begin with. As you see here, the Bible says that, verse 7, And there was a cloud that overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. 
That cloud represents a dense word that came from God. The word cloud means the density of the word. In other words, it's not a normal word. It's not an elementary word, but it's a word that has weight to it. When we're in conversations, we ought to spend more time having weight to our conversation than just shallow talk. Amen? Amen. When God speaks to us, God doesn't speak to us on shallow terms. It's always a dense word. And this word, this cloud overshadowed them and a voice came forth out of it Say, this is my beloved son. And then it says, hear him. And that's what we're talking about today, hearing. It says, hear him. And, 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 and that son means to build or to be a builder of God in man. So it's vital that we hear what the son has to say. Because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing cometh by the word of the Lord. You see, I was talking to a gentleman the other day, a good friend of mine and pastor, and he runs a mechanic shop, and I, I kind of threw him back when I seen all the cars the business that they had, it was just, you know, sometimes you can have too much coming in on you. And greed will not allow you to cut it off. And then you become flooded. And when you become flooded, you become overwhelmed. And when you become overwhelmed, you don't think too well. You know, so I told him, I said, what good is it, even though you're doing all of this, you don't have time for God. And if you're not taking God with you through your chasing after the dollar bill, which ain't nothing but vanity, it's a chasing after the wind. If you don't have God with you when you're doing all you're chasing after the dollar bill, then at the end of the road, when it's all said and done, it's to no avail. You certainly can't take it with you. And if you don't have God with you at the end, you're in big trouble. And it could happen at any time. We just saw that yesterday. Just spoke from the pulpit Wednesday night that something enormous was going to take place. Because Satan don't like when we're growing and we're sticking together. So, when he can't pull us out of church, do you not know that he'll kill us too? That's how serious this ministry is. And I keep trying to tell you that. I keep trying to exacerbate the fact that every time we start to grow, Satan loses his mind. And when all of us stand our ground, like we have done, then guess what? 
Ain't nothing left but for him to do but kill us. That's how serious it is. He's not going to back up off us. He's not going to back up. So, I say now, the book says that it's all a chasing after the wind, I told the guy. And, 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 and I say now, Solomon say, you get all this stuff, but at the end, you don't know whether you're going to leave it to a fool or not. You don't know who you're going to. Well, that threw him back. It threw him back. You know, because the fact of the matter is, you don't know once you release it in somebody else's hands what they're going to do with it. So we take a gamble on the whole situation. But faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the Word of God. Now, Mark 9 verse 17, we're going to deal with some stuff here. Mark 9 verse 17 says, And one of the multitude answered and said, See, this is after they came down from the transfiguration where God had just told them to hear my son. Because I'm well pleased in him and I need for you to hear him. And when they came down from that in verse 17, one of the multitude answered and said unto him, watch what happened, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a what kind of spirit? A dumb spirit. That means that he had an ignorant spirit. He was uneducated. You see. So you see, you don't need to look at this word as a man bringing a son to Jesus. See, that's the physical. You need to go into the spiritual realm. And understand that the Son is the builder of God in you. And if the builder of God in you ain't hearing nothing, it's ignorant. It's uneducated. So here's the man, he comes and, 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 and he brings the Son, his Son, his builder of God in him to Jesus. But, I mean, you, you, you ever run up on people? who are just ignorant of God, just plain out ignorant of God, got a dumb spirit in them. A lot of church folk like that. You might not believe that, but as a matter of fact, all of us at some point in time in our life are like that. But he says, you know, he brings this uh, uh, dumb spirit, this spirit which is unable to educate. He brings this dumb spirit to Jesus. And verse 18 said, And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, he foameth, and gnash with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Why? Because the disciples, out of all this time, they were not able to hear what Jesus had been saying to him. That's why on the transfiguration, God said to him, you need to hear him. Because Jesus said, how long do I have to be with you guys? You know, 
I've been, you've been walking with me all this time and you still don't know how to do certain things, you know. But I've been telling you, but you ain't been hearing. So the disciples had a dumb spirit in them too, to be honest, which, because if you come on down through that, they didn't know how to exercise that demon called the dumb spirit. Uneducated spirit. You know, that's the spirit that sits in church, but never Timothy says like this, forever learning. Paul says in Timothy, they forever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the understanding. We keep hearing a word, but we never understand. Why? Because we're not hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And that word hearing means that you accept what God is saying. You accept what God wants to do in our life, and you start to Generate it, exercise it. But you can't do that with one foot in the world and one foot in God. It won't work like that. You see, it's all God or nothing. It ain't no middle ground with this thing, see. And this is what God is trying to teach us, you know, that there is no middle ground. Because we don't know when God is going to call on us to get up out of here. Well, Bible says here that he taketh him and he teareth him. Now, this is what that ignorant spirit, that dumb spirit would do. We're coming out of Mark, the ninth chapter. I started at verse 17, where the dumb spirit was brought to Jesus. And verse 18 said, he's explaining to Jesus that wherever... He go. It tears him, makes him foam at the mouth, makes him throw himself all on the floor, gnash his teeth, and he's pining away. He said, now the disciples couldn't, they couldn't do nothing with him, Jesus. You know? See, there's some things in us that we can't do nothing with. Because we don't know how to do it. You see. But when we bring that thing to Jesus, Jesus knows what to do with it. You see. So faith comes about hearing, and hearing comes by the Word of God, because the Word of God and us hearing it makes us more like Jesus, which makes us more able to do what we need to do, just like Jesus did. Right? Okay. So, now watch what this dumb spirit does, this uneducated spirit. That's that spirit that's in us that don't want to accept what God is saying to us. That don't want to do what God tells us to do, but we want to do it our way. See, that's that dumb spirit. Let's bring it on home. See, most preachers preach it as Jesus bring, or, 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 or casting out a demon in the man that brought him the son. No, let's bring the son, the builder that's in us, that's uneducated, that's got that dumb spirit. Let's bring that dumb spirit in us to Jesus. Since we can't cast him out ourselves. Amen? Amen? How many of y'all ever tried to cast out that dumb spirit in us? I have in yourself. How many? Come on, raise your hand. Amen. Be real. Amen. What about you? You too? All of us. See, we all got that dumb spirit in us, don't we? And we've tried to do it ourselves. But it didn't work, did it? 
And we tried, and we tried, and we tried. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. And we don't always like what God got to say to us, do we? We don't always like it. But you know what? Life goes on. Whether you like it or not. Life goes on. Doesn't matter about your age. Death will get you just as quick as it'll get me. It don't care nothing about you. Sister Leslie was here today, gone tomorrow. Here yesterday, or day before yesterday, but gone the next day. See, it could have been us. It's time for us to hear what God got to say instead of what we're trying to tell ourselves. See, I don't have time to play with your souls no more. No more, no more playing. No more playing. Watch what this dumb spirit does. Everywhere it go, first thing it do, it tears him. Meaning that a, the ignorance in the person begins to speak. You ever heard a person that think they know something about God but don't know nothing about God but they always want to talk? Amen. That's that dumb spirit. The Bible says in Proverbs 17, 28 that a fool is considered wise until they open their mouth. See, a fool would never know they're a fool if they just never would. But as soon as they open their mouth, you will automatically know that's a fool. First thing he want to do, he want to turn him. He want to make him start talking. Why? See, but, but, but faith don't come by talking. Faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing come by the word of God. So the dumb spirit, what it does is, it want to talk when it ought to be listening. Amen? 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 That's what the dumb spirit does in us. All of us got him. And then he, after he does that, then he want to make you foam at the mouth. The words foam means that he wants to enslave you in your ignorance. In other words, he want to keep you in the bondage that you're in. That's what that dumb spirit will do to you. You better follow me in the spirit. Better analyze yourself and follow me in the spirit. This dumb spirit that's supposed to be building God in us, what it does is, it enslaves us in our own ignorance and tries to keep us in bondage. Will it not? The spirit of addiction comes in all different kinds of ways. You say addiction first, people think, people think. You're talking about drugs. No. What about you when you're addicted to you? That's your biggest drug. Hmm? What about then? What you going to do about that? You talking about quit doing drugs, won't you quit doing you? Hmm? How many of us addicted to ourselves? What we want. What we want. But I'm gonna tell you, my life got better, sister Ann. Deacon Nelson. My life got better when I decided to let go and truly let God. I'm telling y'all truth. It's been a radical change in this old man's life. Radical. For 40 years I prayed and I prayed and I suffered. But I never gave up. And that's what I'm saying to y'all. Don't ever give up. Keep trusting God 
Because at a point, there's going to come a point in time where God is going to take away your misery and going to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. And when he does, you're going to begin to look at this thing that you've been bothering you and pulling on you and worrying you. And you're going to look at it and you're going to say, I allowed this to do this to me. But you got to come to that revelation first. Faith comes by him. You got to see what God is doing in your life when you're doing it. Some of us just got new homes. Some of us just got new jobs. Some of us in here right now. That's God working in our life. Breathe. Give thanks. <laughs> Breathe. Give yourself a break. Give thanks to God for what God is doing in your life. But in order for us to see it, got to hear. You got to hear. Because that demon, what he does is, <coughs> he speaks out of turn. He tries to keep you enslaved in your bondage. Tries to do it to me too. He gnashes teeth. That means he keeps you in a frenzy all the time. He keeps you screwed up all the time. Upset. Whacked out in the head. You know what I'm talking about. Worried about this. Worried about that. Keeps you gnashing your teeth all the time. You're whacked out all the time. See, this, the, the, the Jesus is talking to us from an internal aspect. That's why this word, that's why the demon hates this church so much. That it's willing to kill people when they think it's going to grow. It's willing to take them out. Because you can go down, you can go somewhere else and you can get anything. But you won't get this. Not like this. And I know this. And if you ever get to the point where you can hear, then you'll understand what, why we say what we say. About this church. It's on a different level. Gnashing in teeth all the time. In a frenzy all the time. And it's pining away. Meaning that it's always spiritually dead. It's just dying in the spirit. See that's what that dumb spirit will do. See that's what that dumb spirit was doing to him. It was doing all of this to him. It was keeping him enslaved. It was making him uh, uh, spiritually dead, pine away. Just get weaker and weaker in the faith. That's what that thing will do. And have you caught up on everything else that don't mean a hill of being, because that's what the devil want to do. He want to get us out there thinking about things in the world, the I won't syndrome. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. And then catch you out there and leave you stranded. Now you out there with a, without a life jacket. And you stranded. And the one that you follow. It's done gone. See the devil once he gets you out there he gone. You on your own then. And that's when I, oh. I should you, you start remembering God now. We got to start remembering God before we get out there stranded. Right? Amen? So he says here now. He pines away. In verse 19, 
Jesus said and answered, Oh, faithless generation. <laughs> faithless. Why are they faithless? Because he wasn't hearing. Because <laughs> faith come by what? Hearing. And hearing come by what? Word of God. He said, Oh, faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? And how long shall I suffer you? He said, Bring him to me. And that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to turn loose from trying to do it ourselves and bring that dumb, ignorant spirit in us that's supposed to be a son of God, supposed to be building God in us. God say, I need for you to bring that to me. Because it's not working for you. Amen? It ain't working for you, so you need to bring that to me. Why? Because it belongs to me in the beginning. You've taken something and we've taken something that belongs to God and tried to monopolize and capitalize on it ourselves. And somebody say it ain't working. Because it, it ain't. It ain't working. And it ain't going to work. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. Watch this. Verse 20. And they brought him unto him. And in other words, they brought the, the son to Jesus. And when he saw him, the one with the dumb spirit, straight away the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground. Look what he did. He fell on the ground and started wallowing foam. Uh-oh. Now I can go physical and I can go spiritual on there. You've seen any churches? They fall on the floor and wallow and they call it God, don't they? But the Bible called it the devil. That was a dumb spirit. That was the Bible. Look, read the book. Now, folk out there are going to get mad at me in the world for saying that because they're doing that right now. But they're just going to have to get mad because I, I, I preached the book up in here. It doesn't matter. Wallowing on the ground, on the floor, foaming at the mouth, get up, still enslaved in the same thing they went down with, Minister Tom, right or wrong? Am I right about it? Are we breaking, is the Holy Ghost breaking it down to you where you can understand what's going on here? And then it's the same thing spiritually. When we start to grow in God, that devil will come up and tear us, make us start speaking against what God is trying to tell us, try enslave us in the same thing that we're trying, and we know we need to come up out of it. Amen. Am I right about it? Well. Soon as we start to try to grow within ourselves, here comes the devil. We gotta tell, we gotta learn to cast him out. We gotta learn to cast him out. But but if you don't know what you need to cast out, you'll never cast it out. See, they diagnosed him wrong from the get. There was no real diagnosis on it. Watch this. We know he. Every time we come to Jesus, verse twenty, and they brought him to him, brought him to Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, he started acting up. Every time we bring our 
the builder of God in us to Jesus. In other words, every time we bring that desire that we have to Jesus for him, the devil show up, don't he? He shows up, and first thing he does is try to speak ignorance to us and cause us to speak ignorance and enslave us and enslave us into our own ignorance, right or wrong. And that what he does? See, he want to keep us in our stupidity. That's why they call it a dumb spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what's going on with us. I'm telling you what's going on with this devil too. And I'm, mostly I'm telling you what's going on right here. Where you can relate it to yourself. Verse 21 says that, after, well, after you done fell on the ground and wallowed all over the place and got, <laughs> Jesus, done messed up his suit. And now you got to pay almost $10 to get a suit. Y'all know how much it costs to get a suit clean? And you think I'm going to be rolling on the floor and sweating all up with y'all and y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to be out your mind. And you think, <laughs> and you still act the same. Huh? Now, you still enslaved. I hope not. But I'm about broke because all my clothes, I got to send them to the cleaner because I done wallow all over the floor with you. And you done knock me all down while I'm trying to pray for you. We don't need that, do we? All we need is to hear. Because faith comes by, and hearing comes by the word of God. It's just that simple. It ain't nothing hard about it, but we don't know that ain't nothing hard about it until we reach that level. So you can't, you don't know you can't stop doing what you do until you reach the level to stop doing it. You, you, you know what I mean? But why are you doing it, man? It ain't that easy. But God knows this. That's why he say, you need to bring him to me. Yeah. You need to turn you loose and let you come to me. Bring you to Jesus. Because you, now don't take it wrong. Us, we're that, we got that dumb spirit in us. And it's causing problems for us. Now we may lay it on somebody else, but it's really us. I hope I'm making some sense up in here today. So, verse 21 says, he said, now watch when he bring this thing to Jesus. Watch, watch, watch what Jesus does, he said. And he asked his father, Jesus asked his father, he said, how long that child been doing that? You see what Jesus did? When he asked the question, how long that child been doing that? What was Jesus doing? What was the doctor doing? He was making a diagnosis. That's exactly right. Right on cue. Jesus did not go and start laying hands and praying for did he? He didn't do it, did he? Because he knew what the Bible said. Lay your hands suddenly on no man. And be not protected of their sin. See, see, Jesus already knew that. Before it was even written, it was already written. Jesus knew that. So the first thing Jesus does is Jesus begins to do a diagnosis of the situation. He said he started asking questions. How long you been doing that? 
ever since I was a child. You see, some of us have been doing the same thing religiously ever since we was a child. And guess what? It ain't working. Say it ain't so. It ain't so, is it? It ain't working. It ain't working. So Jesus did a diagnosis. And that's what I like about Because any good doctor will diagnose first. He just won't go to cutting on you. Right? I hope he doesn't. Well, well, well wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Now. Hold up. Now, well, well, wait a minute. I'm finna get to that. I'm finna get to that. You see, some people say, some people say that it's not important to have degrees. Y'all ever heard people say that? Uh huh, uh huh. They say them titles don't mean nothing. You lie, they do mean something. The degrees do mean something. I'm gonna tell you why. How many of y'all would go to a doctor and he didn't have no <laughs> degree? <laughs> well, he done went and got some knowledge about what he's. Oh, come on, y'all. Huh? How many of y'all would go to a lawyer's office and he ain't got something up there to show that he bonafide in what he's doing? Because when you go in there, you've got good sense. You're going to be looking around on the wall. I need to see something. How many, am I right about it? Well, how many of y'all going to believe a preacher if the preacher ain't been ordained and the preacher ain't been taught and the preacher don't have no kind of authority about what he doing. When you go in my office, you see all kinds of authority. All kinds. From doctors to masters to social, and on and on and on and on and on. You need to know who it is that's doing surgery on your soul. You understand what I'm saying? Or you'll mess around and get a, what they call a quack. And a quack will have you deformed. And you will be walking like this in the spirit when you're supposed to be walking like this. Well, I know I'm, I, I'm preaching better than y'all amen up in here. Now you can bet that. So Jesus said, now how long have you been doing it? Diagnose. There's a protocol to healing. The book of James. The book of James 4, uh, the book of James 5, verse 14 and 15 says, If any among you are sick, let him, the one that's sick, go to the elder. I, I don't come to you. You the one sick. You, the Bible say, you come to me. That's the protocol of the word of God. That's why you don't see me going around here doing all that stuff. Because if you come to me. If you come to Brenda. If you come to Tom. We're elders in here. That's what you're supposed to do. We, 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 we pray. And we anoint you. And the prayer of the righteous will save the sick. And if they got sin in them. They'll be forgiven for their sin. That's God's word. But there's a protocol to it, right? If you're sick, you got to come and let it be known. In other words, you got to show forth the protocol of God. Ain't that what the man did with, with his son? Did he not go to Jesus? 
Jesus didn't come to him, did he? He went to Jesus and the man brought him. That's what the man did. Verse 22. And he says to Jesus after, he says he's been doing this ever since he was a child. He's saying oftentimes it has cast him in the fire and in the water mm, to destroy him. See, he wanted to destroy us. That old dumb spirit in us wanted to destroy us. Want to take us down. Don't want us to learn. Don't want us to do better. Want us to be continuously running at the things of the world and the lust of riches and the deceitfulness of sin and the lust of other things entered in so that the word will be choked in us. You say, it don't, it don't want us to do that. So, so he said, now, this is what he do. He does it all the time. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. I'm so glad Jesus is willing to help us. And Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. But faith come about what? Hearing. And hearing come about the word of God. So help me in my unbelief. It's not that I don't believe, but it's just like I need to learn how to hear a little bit better. So that I can get a little bit better in my faith. Amen? Now, it says in verse 24, And straightway the father of the child cried out, and he said, Lord, I believe. See what he said? But I need for you to help me in my unbelief. See, you can believe but still have an element of unbelief in there. In your belief. You can, believe, you can have faith and still have an element of doubt in your faith. And we do it all the time. You know? See, it ain't how much faith you got, it's how pure it is. Jesus said if you got the faith of a mustard seed, that's little. You can have a whole a truckload of faith, but if it ain't pure, it won't work. As well as the faith of a mustard seed that's pure. Amen? So, verse 25 says, And when Jesus saw the people, he came running, they came running. He rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Now y'all need to catch this. Notice what he said. Thou dumb and what? See? Diagnosis. That's the... That's the key right there. See, that's where, that's why we're doing this spiritual gift seminar. That's why it's so important because one of those gifts in there is the discerning of spirits. See, Jesus had the gift of discerning of spirits. The man said he had a son that had a dumb spirit in him. Jesus said, no, he got more than a dumb spirit in him. He got a problem hearing. That's why he's dumb. Proper diagnosis. Proper discerning of spirits. Knowing what spirit is where and what spirit is working when it's working. Whether it's in you or in somebody else or even in a dog. It don't matter. You'll be able to point it out. He said, nah, this is deaf and dumb spirit. And I charge you to come out of him and enter no more into him. See, a deaf and dumb spirit. A spirit that if you don't hear nothing, then you can't speak nothing about faith. Because faith comes by what? Hearing. 
Oh, he had a didn't he have a deaf spirit? And that made him dumb. But when we carry that ignorant spirit in us, we don't know that we deaf or hearing. We come to church. Yeah, we do. We'll come up in the church 50 years. Not even realizing we got a deaf and dumb spirit in us. Because when we come, we won't hear. And what we do here, we allow to fall by the wayside. So Jesus let him know, now this ain't just a dumb spirit. You got a problem hearing too. This is a deaf, a dumb and deaf spirit. In other words, your ears need to get open. And if your ears get open, then you'll stop doing these ignorant things. It worked for me. And if it worked for me, it'll work for you. But you got to have proper diagnosis. And you got to be willing to hear what God is saying. Because if you ain't willing to hear what God is saying, then you're going to go right back. The dog is going to return to his vomit. That's the word of God. Don't go right back to it. I've been there. I've done it. I know what I'm talking about. And you will continue to do it until you learn to hear. And allow your hearing of the word of God to activate itself so that the word of God can start working better in your life. It will. It will. And in closing, verse 28 and 29, watch this. And when, verse 28 says, and when he was coming, are we there? And when he was coming to the house, this is the house. You got to let Jesus up in there. His disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we cast him out? Now watch what Jesus tell He said, he said unto them, this kind come out by nothing but what? Prayer and fast. What kind? The dumb and deaf and dumb spirit. How do you get him out of it? I'm going to ask again. How do you get the dumb and deaf spirit out of you? Alright. We know what prayer is, don't we? Do you? Well, let me tell you what prayer is. Prayer is your continuous conscious walk with God in your daily life. That's what prayer is. Prayer ain't going somewhere in the corner, closing your eyes, because the Bible says, watch and pray. Because you're best trying to get somebody to hit you in the head while you got your eyes closed and you praying. He didn't say pray and watch. He said watch and pray. In other words, while you watching, you do your praying. But while you praying, make sure you watching. Amen? Amen? So prayer is a conscious effort at all times. To connect yourself to God. That's how you get rid of that deaf and dumb spirit. In other words, having a relationship with God. Have you got a real relationship with Him? And then fasting. He ain't talking about backing up from the table. That word fasting there means to get rid of that ignorance. Stay away from it. Because, see, you keep eating it. And when you keep eating ignorance... 
guess what he does? It rules you. It enslaves you. It keeps you in bondage. So God says here now, this the only way you're going to get that deaf and dumb spirit out of you is that, first of all, you're going to have to have a relationship with me. Prayer. And second of all, you're going to have to fast. You're going to have to get away from that ignorance. You got to get away from that. Because that's what's keeping us enslaved in the body of Christ. Because we think we can get on Facebook and type amen and just because he's got a picture there with money on it and some fool a type amen and think they're going to get some money. That's the spirit of a... That's that dumb spirit. That ignorant spirit that's pervading the church. We think that God's supposed to do something for us, but we're living like hell. But we wonder why some being blessed, but you, you, you get it right. Faith come by hearing. Hearing come by the word of God. And don't nothing work in God's kingdom unless faith is there. So faith got to be there. At all times, we got to rise to the level of faith. To the point where when it's time to die, give it up and say, Lord, I commit my spirit into your hand and forget about it. After you've done, done the best you can in the Lord, not in yourself, but in the Lord. After you've done, done all you can in the Lord, then don't worry about the rest. God, God big enough to take care of it. Can I get an amen? amen. Give God praise up in the house. Give him praise. Amen. Come on up, Brendan.